Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an email here from Ryan. Ryan says, hey, Demon team, thanks for the great program for learning the LSAT. I'm trying to stick to your philosophy of not paying for law school. I'm a splitter that is a 3.6 UGPA and a 168 LSAT. My original goal was to crack into a T14 school while trying not to pay. My question is, at what point does a high LSAT score become a diminishing return with a splitter GPA? Meaning, will I ever have a chance at getting a full ride at a top school with my GPA under the 25th percentile at all the schools? I can currently get full rides at schools like Villanova, Wake Forest, SMU. Do you guys ever recommend splitter candidates that don't want to pay for law school stop taking the LSAT at a certain score, even if they feel feel they can get it higher? Thanks for your help, Ryan. Well, if you're top 14 or bust, which, by the way, top 14 was a term coined by 14th ranked Georgetown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if that's your goal, then maybe there is some diminishing returns if you want to go there and you want to go there for free because you're not going to get in there with your 3.6. That said, if you go from a 168 to a 172, which is four points, I don't think that's unreasonable for uh, most people who are already up that high. All of a sudden you go from a situation where schools in the top 20 aren't giving you full rides to now a bunch are giving you full rides. And some of the money at these top 14 schools, well, maybe it was going from unlikely to now less than half, but that's still money on the table. So I don't think I would ever tell someone to stop. Absolutely not. Not if, not if you want to go to the elite schools. I mean, So I just went to lsatdemon.com forward slash scholarships. I put in a 3.6 and a 180. And yeah, there's no green in the top 14, but there's a hell of a lot of green right outside the top 14, including UCLA, full ride, Wash U in St. Louis, full ride, BU, full ride. So one, those are damn good schools that have in very recent memory, been T14 schools, UCLA specifically was 14th, like last year. Yeah. And they want to become 14th again. And so that's why they give these scholarships. I'm seeing more than half at all of the schools ranked sixth and higher. So all the way from Penn through Georgetown, I'm seeing more than half. And then it becomes a negotiation at that point. So if you really do ace the LSAT, get a full ride to UCLA. I got to think that Georgetown is going to have to kind of consider that. You know, you're like, hey, Georgetown, you literally got knocked out of the top 14 one year ago by UCLA. UCLA is about to give me and my 180 a scholarship. I'm not going to Georgetown if I have to pay for it. And the worst they could say at that point is no. I mean, you don't think Ryan's looking for justification for stopping LSAT prep kind of sounds like it yeah I'd like to think better of you Ryan because you're writing into the show but you know we're not we're we have high hopes for all of our listeners and all of our students we just we want you to go to 
the very best school you can go to for the very best price you can get. And with mediocre grades, you know, 3.6, I mean, it's a hell of a lot better than my grades were in undergrad, but 168 is not going to impress any of these schools. And you think you can do better. You should absolutely keep prepping and do better. It will have meaningful differences to your scholarship uh, offers. Great. Thanks for writing in and good luck. Keep us posted. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.